Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to a brand new episode. You all, I'm so excited because today I'm talking to two of the co-founders of Bitches Media, which was one of my favorite pages in undergrad on Instagram. It's so funny. And to this day, they've just like scaled and have really expanded. And now we're doing podcasts and events and they have drinks and merch and everything in between and I feel like they're a prime example of people who learned how to scale their business and really turn something into something even just bigger just blow just blows my mind how much they've grown so today I'm talking to Jordana Abraham and Aline Drexler and they're gonna just break it all down because betches are up to amazing things and they're killing it so Grab a snack, grab a notebook, grab a piece of pen and paper, a friend, a blanket, whatever, because these ladies break everything down. Hello, hello. How are you guys? Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Um, I'm pretty good. How are you, Eileen? Yeah, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having <laughs> us. How are you, you doing? Know, you know, we're good. You know, it's not raining. You know, final good thing. Like, it's getting cold. I just feel like we're skipping in New York fall and we're going straight into winter. And I feel like it's not fair. Like, I I don't know what to do. Like, am I supposed to have my, like, sad fall autumn? Or am I supposed to, like, skip to, like, wonderful, wistful, wonderless winter? Like, I can't keep up. (laughs) I actually, I feel like I've been loving the weather lately. It's, like, 60s, which is just kind of, like, light sweater. (laughs) Like is a light jacket. All you really, all you do need is a light jacket. This is my favorite New York City season. Like I can wear jeans and boots and a light jacket. No, my favorite is to wear a hoodie and shorts. That's like my favorite combo. I can do that till the cows come home. What do they call that? The Princess Diana look. Is it like the the big, the big, (laughs) the big, or something? I legit almost wore like. Yeah, I think so. 
like the big crew neck or whatever and then like the biker shorts bike shorts yes i feel like i've seen that meme Uh, where it's like that's the like there's like three weeks of the year it's just so it's just so comfortable it's just such a good go-to like we love we love to see it the most comfy (laughs) but before we get into all the cool things bitches is up to and all that stuff um, we always start off with the question, um, what the term a young influential means to you guys. And there's no wrong answer, so go for it. What the term a young influential means. Okay. I, you you want to you take it, Jordana? I was just going to say that I think that um, we're at the age of our lives where I feel like it's starting to become flattering to be called young. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very into that. <laughs> Do you take it as a compliment? Yes. <laughs> right? Is this not yeah, so, like so what does it mean to us? A compliment. A compliment. That's what it means. I, I think that's it. Yeah. Um, what does it mean? I think that you, what you do has an effect on the world. I think that's kind of what it means. Or you have an effect on an audience and um, you're still considered young. <laughs> I look, I take it like I tell people I'm like if we moisturize and we do our like routines, like it does a number doesn't matter. Nobody nobody needs to know. Like it's fine. It's fine. Young at heart. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but fast well not fast forwarding, rewinding, take us back to both of your guys' childhoods. Like was content <laughs> and storytelling something that was like big in your lives growing up? Um, well, it's funny, you know, the three of us, um, me, Lena, and our third cat founder, um, who's not on, on the, the show today, um, we all grew up together, um, on Long Island and we've known each other since we were about, I don't know, 10 years old. So a lot of our content comes from this very like playful nature that I think we've had from each other, just from meeting each other and knowing each other for such a long time at such a young age. That's definitely helped us keep our content in this um, you know, we like to say we speak to women the way we speak to each other because that's how we've been speaking to each other for over, I don't know, 20 something years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just kind of like relating to each other as friends in the same way. We, the way we relate to each other as friends is how we relate to our audience. And um, yeah, we've been pretty creative forever. Like even the when we started Betches, we were seniors in college and we lived together. We were sitting on the couch and even like the day before that, like we were thinking of uh, like we were writing a, a show that we like we're never going to pitch to anyone. We were just like, how can we be creative? And like we didn't even say how can we be creative? We just like we're creative. And we're like, we need to like put this creative energy somewhere. We thought we were funny. <laughs> so we we're writing like a script that never went anywhere. But yeah, I think it was always kind of part of our um, DNA. Yeah, my parents definitely appreciated humor in television and Jordana, I feel like yours, your family as well. No, I love that. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was going to, I just reiterating what she's saying. Um, totally. I think it's like, we've, you know, just growing up again, like making fun of the world around us was something that we'd always kind of done. I think it helps you. It's funny. I feel like humor just makes you make, helps you make sense of what's going on around you in a way that's like positive. Um, Cause sometimes a lot of this stuff as you're growing up, as you, you know, go to college, as you get out of college, it feels very heavy, feels very intense. Um, 
but I think if you have good friends and again, like we think of our audience as our friend, like you can make those topics like a little lighter, a little more fun, a little bit like, okay, we can get through this and not take it super seriously necessarily. And like, we can give you some interesting tips for how to get through it, but also again, keep it light, keep it fun. And I think that's, that's just something we've been doing together our whole lives. And I feel like that's helpful too, especially when it's like your friend who you guys get each other and, I feel like you guys were are very like honest friends where you're like, um, that actually isn't funny. That actually doesn't make sense. That falls flat where you can have those like kind of honest conversations and just like talk and be like, okay, like she gets it. And I feel like that's something nowadays everybody's trying to tap into the whole like niche marketing niche type content where it's like, it's not for everyone. It's for like this type of group or like that type of whatever, which I yeah. feel like you guys did so early on. I think that it's funny because I feel like there was maybe like an attempted movement towards like intensive positivity in all your female friendship relationships or any friendships that you had or any relationships that you had were just like constant gassing of up of each other. And I think that our the way that we've always interacted with each other has always been through like, again, humor, a little sarcasm. Like at the end of the day, we love each other. Everyone's like happy and friends and whatever. But I think that there's always like this underlying sense of realness, which is like kind of what you just said. Like we are friends at the end of the day, but we're always calling each other out. We're always kind of like having fun with each other. And we're not just positive for the sake of being positive. Right. And that's kind of like how we started the brand too, when we were um, in college, like the, what existed for women really was there was really not everything was a little bit you know either diluted in terms of content also like this is 2011 when we started so like Facebook was the social media platform of choice and um there was like a lot of bro culture out there and for women there was never there wasn't really anything that that like we gravitated towards um the same way that guys gravitated gravitated towards like this bro content you know there was like all these different like outlets and books and stuff. And the only thing that really gravitated that we gravitated so passionately for was, you know, female comedians, whether it was Chelsea Handler's show or it was Tina Fey, Amy Poehler and Mean Girls and just like Mindy Kaling in the office. There was just like, and we were like, we feel very, we feel like speaking through humor kind of is a way in which you can relate to people. Um, in a real way. And so that really doesn't exist as a brand or a website. I mean, we weren't thinking like that when we were college. We're like, let's do it. We're funny. We can do this. And we did. And it really did resonate um, with a lot of people. And we just kind of continued growing it. And here we are. And I feel like what, so like before, like, did you guys like study like journalism or like media marketing or how did that influence like you guys conceptualizing stuff? Um, I would say we didn't. Um, I mean, we all had different separate majors. Um, I was like a policy major. Um, so I mean, you know, there's, there's tiny little elements of that in here if you really want to stretch it, but (laughs) not really. Aileen is pre-med. Um, very, very little. Um, yeah, no, yeah, there was not, we didn't really, we didn't study. We didn't go to business school. Um, we just, we had an idea and it wasn't really the idea. It was never meant to be a business either. We just kind of wanted to do it as a way of um, being creative. <clears throat> Excuse me. Being creative. And it 
we had to kind of catch up with it. We had to learn like business skills <laughs> and, and the fact that we kind of had each, each other was helpful because we were each other's sounding boards. And, um, you know, we brought on people along the way to help us answer questions that we couldn't answer or do things better than we could ever do. But yeah, it was definitely a learning experience for sure. And like, did you guys find it difficult? Like, I feel like many, like at the time you guys weren't like thinking, like you said, like scaling and whatever, but like, did you feel like it was like hard, difficult at the time to like come up with like the content and stuff to like make it relatable to other people or? I'd say the content was the easiest part about um, Mm -hmm. like becoming, you know, what we are today. That was, that's the one thing that's like, I mean, the, the, the tone or like the relatability um, of the content has always kind of come first nature to us. That was always something that was like how we started again. We didn't start as a business. We just started having fun um, creating content. And I think it just naturally, like it naturally became popular and that's kind of where we took it for there. I think it was like the business side of it um, and the other elements of it that kind of took us like had, we had some learning curves as we, as we grew. Um, and came to be what we are now. But I think the content that's always been something we kind of like knew, like the back of our hands. Yeah. We always kind of believed in this. Um, we believed in the idea that human connection with, with your audience or whoever you're speaking to wins over like, just like clickbait, like just talking, being real whether through through humor, through satire, humor or sarcasm, whatever it is. But if you're talking about something real, like over being like transparent and just trying to get a click like that, that human connection will always win. And that when you say like, oh, we were kind of the first to do it, like we didn't know that we were doing that. You know, we were just <laughs> that was just our that was our belief system. We were just we saw through a lot of bullshit. Am I sorry for yeah, saying no, you, that? Yeah, you <laughs> we just saw through, we just saw through a lot of the BS that we, you know, see, and we talked to each other about it. We found it funny and we were like, how can we do that differently? All we say that all the time. And yeah, I think a lot of people are, are trying to do that too. Like authentic, authentic content, authenticity. Um, and that's great. I'm glad that that's catching on, but you know, that's it's something that we believed in from day one. That's some, like we never, whenever we are creating content or talking to our audience, whether it's marketing or through anything, you come to an event or anything, it's never like, oh, this can never feel like you're, you're, you're here. And there's like, you're at a company. Like it needs to feel like you're here with a friend and you're talking to, um, a friend, like that's your person. You're not like a business. So that has always kind of been our, our belief system. And I feel like, like, cause I, I was around, I was in college around the time you guys like came about to like not us all aging ourselves. <laughs> um, but I feel like one thing that, that me and my friends always loved, it was just, I don't know. Like, I feel like, yes, it was like the origin of like meme culture and stuff that was going around, but I just feel like your guys is just like resonated where like what we've been saying, it just like, it was real, it was authentic. I feel like anybody in our clique or anybody that we talked to could like really relate to it. I feel like at the time, like you said, a lot of the memes and stuff were very like bro culture, very just like very clickish, like very them. But I feel like your guys were like the first type that was like, wait, like, no, that's totally relatable. Or like, no, I get that where I feel like more people were able to feel seen. And like you said, feel like you're talking to like your friend or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's like when, when we're doing what we do best, I think that's what we do. It's like a shared you know, a, a meme at its like highest form, I think is like, gives you a feeling 
for, um, you know, what's, what, what a very particular human experience feels like and her very particular relatability. And so when you get one that, that, um, that just feels authentic, it, it really connects you to someone else who also understands that feeling. Yeah. And I feel like, and what other, what other thing that I feel like is really cool that you guys stand up from is, I don't know, like, I just feel like you guys know to talk to everyone without like talk, like, I don't know, like, I feel like it's in a way that you guys are able to talk to everyone where it doesn't feel like it's like overkill where a lot of brands and stuff, like as they grow and they try to create memes and content, it's like, okay, you guys are reaching, like you're really losing touch and focus on connecting with this. Like you've gotten too, too big or whatever, but like, how have you guys been able to maintain still that same tone and that same uh, voice as you guys have grown? Cause I feel like a lot of brands and a lot of media companies really struggle with that as they grow and continue to evolve with their audience. In terms of the things that we talk about, like the topics or verticals, you mean like how we expanded? Yeah. Um, I think it's, I mean, it's based on content that, yes, the, when, whenever we decide like what to expand into, what verticals to start, podcast to launch, whatever it is, I mean, it comes from some data that we have pulled, but also it's, we think about our audience and like, what are they going through and like, what is relatable? What would be helpful? What would make you laugh? What would make your day a little bit better? And does it make sense? Like, you know, like, is it needed from us? Like, we don't have to do everything. Like, you could go somewhere else for something else. But if you want, like, a good laugh and you want someone to kind of get you through whatever you're going through, like, that's when you'll come to us. So when we were, when we were earlier on, like, we also consider our audiences, like, age and, and, and demo, like, where, where they are, like, earlier on, we wouldn't have started our Betches Moms vertical because, you know, our audience was, wasn't having kids yet. And now that they are, like, it makes sense. It's a natural progression and a vertical that makes sense. So we really think about our audience and think about the, what they want, what they need, what would make them laugh, what would make their day better. And that's kind of how we go into you know, growing into different verticals or, um, brands. And like thinking of that, like whenever, what was like that your guys is like, um, thought process whenever you're thinking of like, okay, it's time for us to like expand. Like you said, like as like the audience age, like the moms and everything, like what was the turning point where you guys were like, okay, like it's time for us to really like grow this thing and go into podcasting and go into more things. Uh, you mean like expand into into a New particular platforms. vertical? Yeah. yeah, to different platforms. Yeah. Oh, plat like platforms or verticals? To platforms, like, like oh, to going okay. into like podcasting. I can, I can answer this. Yeah, yeah sure. it's just um, whenever it, it was whatever was natural to us. Honestly, like we started our first podcast in twenty was it twenty fifteen or tw- the end of twenty fifteen or sixteen? I think it was twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen, September twenty sixteen. So, yeah. We started our first podcast. We. We um, just had this, we, we are consumers of content. We are our own audience. We know what, we just have this feeling. We also, again, we have a little data, but really we go by what we feel the audience is gravitating towards. Towards And platforms are ever changing. They're evolving. We also don't, aren't, we're still, we still own our business hundred percent. We are not funded. So it's not like we have to go do this plan that was, we set out a few years ago, we're just, we pivot quickly and naturally because we're going based on like where the world is going. Like in the internet changes 
every other day. Like I remember sitting in our WeWork office and being like, oh fuck, internet. I mean, Instagram stories just launched. What do we do? <laughs> like that, like that thing. But then we're like, we have to, you must evolve. You must grow. Um, you need to get like, not to age myself, but get with the times. You need to continue <laughs> to build off of what you had before. You need to go with what people do. And like, that's how you stay relevant. And that's how you keep your business alive. Um, and you can't be afraid of change. And so when we decide like the podcast, we we notice that women are listening to more and more podcasts. How can our brand show up in the, in audio format? Actually, our our brand shows up very well through audio because, you know, you can talk through it's, it's, it's better than Instagram. There's more context and there's, you can really communicate humor when speaking because there's nuance. You can hear tone. There's just, it's just a better medium for it. And we are like, this is perfect. We're set up. Let's do it. And we do it slowly. We did it gradually. We didn't just launch a hundred shows. We did one show at a time. We're like, what is the next best thing that we can do now? And that's where, how we show up. Um, but it's like a slow progression. We think through a lot and, you know, we've made mistakes, but that's, you got to learn from them and you, and you keep going. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, podcast fam. Are you ready to break free from the social media rut? Hold on to your hatch because we've got just a thing for you. Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for leveling up your online presence. Whether you're a personal brain or a company, they've got the tools and know-how to take you to the next level. With Viral Growth, Forget about those endless hours of video editing. They handle everything from brainstorming to polishing your content so you can just focus on being awesome. And guess what? We're hooking you up with a sweet deal. Use code ADWEEK for 10% off when you sign up. Ready to take your social media game to the next level? Head on over to viralgrowth.io and let's turn those digital dreams into a reality. I know it's funny that you brought up the Instagram stories because I, I remember when everybody was like, Oh, they took it where the stress that caused me. Yeah, <laughs> where I was yeah. like, why do I not have to do I have to post here and and like static? Like 
I can't. It's like the whole be real thing now. I'm like, I can't be everywhere, people. Like, I can't you guys be everywhere. To, like, you guys want me to be real, I, but when I want to be held, like, I just, I can't keep up. Like, I'm gonna be fake. <laughs> Yeah. No, like we were like cutting. Much. You couldn't upload when, when Instagram story just started. You couldn't like upload anything. So you couldn't like graphically design anything. So we were, um, we went to buy construction paper and <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're like, what can we fucking make out of this with a scissor? Um, so that's what we were doing, but no, it obviously evolved. So yeah. No, but going back to the podcast, cause you guys have so many good ones. Like one of my favorites is you up, like obviously, um, so how did, like, I know you mentioned a little bit, like, we started one show at a time, but, like, kind of, did people approach you guys for concept or ideas, or, or did you guys kind of go through data to see, like, topics or things that the audience was interested in? I think it's a little bit of a mix. Um, you know, dating, for instance, like, if you talk about you up, dating content was always something that our audience really wanted more of through us. And, I mean, we talk about things that are heavy, that are, that feel very intense as you're navigating early adulthood. And I think dating is obviously like one of the first things that comes to mind of a topic that needs a little levity. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so like some are, some are obvious. And then, you know, sometimes we're like experimenting with something that we think our audience would be really interested in. And other times it's also kind of like, you know, our audience is growing up with us. What is our, what, what can we add to, especially when it comes to podcasts, what can we add to the discussion that isn't already being said? What kind of unique Betches angle can we bring to this topic that isn't already out there? And you see that a lot with like Betches brides and Betches moms. It's like, what are the conversations that aren't being had in a way that we feel like is super authentic and super fun? And that's really like, it's, you know, it goes both ways. It's like, we, we look at the audience, we're, we try to meet them where they're at. And then also, um, where that coincides with having something to say that hasn't been said yet. Yeah. Like I, like um, what I also really like about what you guys do is really cool. It's like, you guys connect, like, am I crazy? I swear you guys did a you up tour. Am I making this up? Um, yeah, we've done a few of them. Okay, I was like, so, I was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, and I feel like that's also really cool that you guys do and that you guys have maintained throughout, not just the shows, like meeting people where they are, but, really also kind of meeting them in IRL, which I feel like a lot of podcast networks and brands are trying to do now, like a post pandemic, they're like, oh, we got to connect with our audience again to remind people that like we're here. And so like whenever you guys are coming up with like tours and stuff, ideas like that, is there types of ideas and stuff that you guys already have in mind to really connect with people in person or how did those types of events and things come about? Um, well, the podcast live is like a natural extension of podcasts because you have your audience, they listen, and now you get to see um, these people in real life. And like listening to a podcast is so intimate because, you know, their their voices are in your ears and you feel like a close, you listen to them every week. You feel this close bond and like being live in person is such a different experience. And it's a fun experience because you can also do it with your friends together. And um, again, that human connection element, we could really like sh bring our brand to real life. Um, that's so far like our biggest, uh, those are our biggest tours. Like I know Jordana doesn't like to brag, but I'll brag for her. <laughs> like those, the U Up show is insane. They've in 2019 pre-pandemic, they had like a 21 city tour and sold out theaters like with thousands of seats. And this last year we just, or this year we did, a, we brought it back and we did a six, six show. Um, and also like sold out thousand seater, uh, thousand seat theaters, 
the last one being in like Madison, what is it? Not Madison, not, not MSG, um, in Times Square. And it was just, it's just amazing to see like everybody there in real life and like laughing together and just kind of commiserating on this. Like, like, like Jordana said, like, there, is there anything funnier than trying to find your life partner? It's just like, there's just, it's just, everyone's kind of there. They get it. Dating is hard. Let's laugh about it. And so going forward, we're thinking about where else can we extend in IRL and like, how can we thread comedy through that? So, um, I think that you'll see some more live experiences from us, but we've done like a lot of like smaller intimate ones with some of our, our brands, like our verticals, like we did, um, a when's happy hour. That's our career vertical. We did a, like a networking event that was, and we did a live podcast at that. And that was so cool because I was talking to like the audience. We had like about a hundred, hundred people, 150 people. And I was just talking to all the the women who came to the show, the show and, and the event. And they were all just really speaking to each other, like really networking. And they, everybody was, wasn't just, it doesn't, didn't feel like where you think that, oh, everybody would just kind of be like in marketing or PR. Really, there was just, it ran the gamut. Like some women were in like engineers or the, some were in marketing, some is really, it was really all over the place. And that was really cool to see for me, but we did, um, and then we did our, our wellness, the diet starts tomorrow live workout. So that was very, very fun and cool, but we're definitely going to come back next year with more exciting events and different ways we can kind of show up in real life, but hopefully you can come. <laughs> no, the reason why I said that is because I sometimes I feel like I have fever dreams of events I went to and I'm like, I swear, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I swear, but like, I don't want to like feel like, were you there? Or you I just, feel like you don't know no, there was didn't okay I feel like I went to the one that you guys had in Newark am I making this up I don't think we had one in Newark or or there was like one in November December I don't know maybe I'm making there had one we had one in in Times Square um last year at New York Comedy Festival or okay. in, uh, sorry in 20, 2019 at New York Comedy Festival and then this year um we had one in August in Times Square. I went to one. I went to one. That's the whole point. I went to one, okay. but I just can't remember if it was like real. I'm like making this up. This is a fever dream. <laughs> Were there the red flag or deal maker paddles? I feel like that. That usually. Yeah, it's just like you. Guys, I don't know, you guys. Like I'm crazy. Like stuff happens. So I'm <laughs> like, okay. I'm like. Sometimes I'd you love- see things on Instagram. Like <laughs> and we'll like, post, was I there? Right. and then you you kind of take it as your own memory. I get that. <laughs> no, like yeah, it's like it happens all the time. So I'm like, I don't want to just like say that. Then they're like. We haven't done the tour. What are you talking about? And then I'm yeah. stuck out here and I'm like, no, I'm 99% sure I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's so cool that you brought up a good point. And I feel like from even just recent like events like that, that I've had in person where it feels like you're not just there at like, part- like participating, but you're there like you feel like it's a family and a connection versus like just going there and consuming the content. But like you said, like people are talking, people are networking. I feel like as time goes on and to really make your content stick, I feel like having those types of events, whether it's intimate or larger scale, but having those moments where like the audience and everybody can really connect and really kind of build with the people that they're commenting on the same content with, they're like laughing at the same podcast. Like you're like, Oh, you like the same stuff I do. Like, let's like actually like talk and bond on that. I think is really cool. Yeah, absolutely. We, that's kind of how we think about it. We don't want, just want to like just entertain you for the sake of entertaining. Like that would be great. That's kind of baseline. The next level is like, how can we like really connect people? Um, and like making batches, like whatever made you laugh from batches or made you feel like you're not alone or whatever it is. 
like, how can we make that, that betches that point of connection and like, just make your day a little better. And I feel also that what you guys have mastered really well, that a lot of, whether it's media or other companies are trying to do is really kind of like merchandise and really brand themselves. Like how, whenever you guys are coming up with like, you guys have so many cool products. Like if anybody, if you guys are listening, you haven't checked it out, like check it out. They have so much cool stuff. Um, but like, how do you guys come with like the cool products and stuff you do? Cause I know a lot of brands struggle. They're like, do we do a mug? Do we do a tote bag? Like, how do you do stuff that really resonates with your audience? Cause I feel like everything you guys put out, I want, and I'm like, they know me so well. <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely send you some products. We'll send you some. Yeah. We launched our shop as just a shop betches.com. Everyone go check it out. Um, you can also find it on betches.com, but yeah, we launched our shop as like a natural extension. You know, we like to shop, let's buy some merch. It's it also, it's fun to like take pictures of yourself and like funny things um, or like things that just kind of a, a reflection of your personality more than just like a plain t-shirt. Um, so yeah, we sell a bunch of different things and it's also fun gifting ideas. Like, you know, whenever you're like, what should I get my friend? Like go to shop edges, you can get her like a fun sweatshirt that has like a fun Bravo quote or just like <laughs> really, you know, whatever it is. Like we our our shop isn't just that it's really like it also an extension of each of our brands. So if you're a really big fan of, um, like our bachelor podcast called bachelor naturally, um, we have a lot of really good bachelor like inside jokes and things like that on our clothes. And it so also makes it feel like you're part of like a community and like a connect. It's like if you see somebody walking down the street wearing like that funny inside joke from like you up, like then you'd be like, oh, sh- we are both, you know, we are both fans of J and J. Like we get it. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's kind of also like continuing to draw, like to, excuse me, it continues to, um, do that like community element and pull that in more just from a, a shop level. Um, but yeah, it's fun. It's fun to make those things. Cause it's like, what would I wear on a mug versus what would I want on a mug versus what would I want on my sweatshirt? And <laughs> those conversations are really silly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Cause I feel like a lot of times people are like, Oh yeah. Like inside joke, put on a t-shirt or whatever, get it. But it's like, like you said, like, I feel like a lot of times it's like, it's more than just like putting whatever on a mug or putting whatever on a shirt. Like you have to like really think about it, like really think about like what's something that's really going to stick with our audience that they'll like want to get for a fringe bachelor party or want to get for like where something that's truly means something to them versus like a, oh, we need to just merchandise something yeah. and like make that like an extension. And speaking of products and like connection between friends, we've also this year launched a canned cocktail. So it's not just merch. We show up in an amazing canned drink. It's called faux pas. Um, and you could buy it in liquor stores. It depends on your state, wherever, but, um, it's delicious. And we designed it so that it tasted good, but also it's a drink that you can like have with all of your friends. It's also 8% ABV. So it's the good stuff. And, <laughs> and um, it's called faux pas. Again, it comes in really cool cans, but most importantly, it tastes amazing. And it's one of those things that we were like, let's, how else can we show up to our audience? Um, and yeah, it was one of those things like, this is something that, you know, friends can drink together, have a good time, bond over. And yeah, it just is another way that we kind of showed up in terms of like, you know, you talked about commerce. Um, that's kind of another extension of our brand that we just launched this year. And it's, it's been cool to see it. And if you look at the cans, you could just see like the Betches brand coming through. So 
clearly and authentically and they all like have little funny like descriptions on the sides of them and just like the can is like fun and playful and it just feels very fetches. And I feel like that's something that I always love to see whenever, like, how everybody does their air wand shakes. I don't know if, like, I don't know, like, I've been telling everybody else, like, Courtney's got one coming out. I want one now. <laughs> it's like stuff like that and, like, getting confidential. Like, they, she did one. Like, I feel like whenever you do, do it, like you said, Jordan, like, you want to make sure that your brand or your messaging, like, really comes through on it, that people can look at it and be, like, from a distance, like, oh, that's them. Like, I don't need to get any closer. Like, that's them based off of the messaging because I feel like a lot of times like people just want to like slap something together and be like oh that would be a cool partnership let's do it but it's like you really want to kind of hone in and really bring it all together part of your branding's ecosystem where it makes sense and not just like putting a a product out there because if you do put a product out there that doesn't feel like it's authentic to the brand and not only doesn't really like do well but it actually dilutes the brand and makes it feel less like you know what you're getting from them like it makes the brand voice less strong it makes the brand connection less strong because it doesn't feel like you don't understand the connection between the the product and the brand yeah exactly like so note to self if you want to be like courtney and do your air wash shake, like make sure you influence it there where it's not just throw it together. Exactly. Um, but for my last question, like for everybody who's listening, it's like, cool, love you guys, like great. But how do I like take my brain to the next level? Like what advice for DFR, like a brain who's listening that's like, we're wanting to scale and go into new mediums or new verticals and stuff, but we don't know where to start or we don't really know the proper like channels of how we should go about that. Like do you have advice for anybody who has a question, has that question? Um, yeah, I mean, that's, it's like a bigger, it's like, (laughs) I don't, I don't know what their specific problem is, why they can't, but I guess, um, from the more, more like basic, like general, I guess, advice I would say is you really need to understand your audience. Um, you really need to be like experts an expert in your audience and what they want and what they gravitate towards and why they might like do something. And sometimes your brand doesn't work for everything. So you really need to understand why you're gravitate, why you're going to extend your brand into this one area. Um, Like why does it make sense to your mission? Does it make sense to what I mean, your vision, whatever, whatever you set out to, to do for your business, does it make sense? Um, and you know, if, if you, um, if it makes sense, then like go for it, but also you have to do it in the way that like, is like the rest of the things that you do. So for us, like our content, like Jordana was mentioning, like our content is funny. It feels like you're speaking to a friend our, you, we started an out, like an alcohol, we canned cocktail. Okay. But so how is that going to make sense for Betches? So we have to make sure the branding is really right. You have to know, you have to, when you see it, like you guys were talking about earlier, when you see, you have to know that it's Betches. And you know, also in terms of when I said talking about your audience, your audience wants to take pictures. So is it, do we want something that's not only um, that's Instagrammable or whatever, TikTokable, like be realable. <laughs> like we have to consider that. Um, but above all things for us, quality is the most important thing. Like since what, when I said earlier, not to round this out, but when I said like human connection, quality content beats clickbait. So the same thing went for this drink. Like 
it needs to be good. Like we don't want them just to buy it, our audience just to buy it and take a picture with it. And then that's it. Like we want them to go be like, oh, that was really good. Like I want to go buy it again. And then I want to tell my friends about it because that's like kind of what our brand is about. We really want to create as much quality content, what products, experiences, um, all of it as much as possible. Um, and yeah, I think that's the advice. Just really know your audience and see if it really aligns with the mission or vision that you set out from the beginning. I love that. Jordan, did you have anything you want to add to this? That's very well said. Um, and I think along those lines, I would just say, I think that there's so much, there's so many people who are trying to, you know, create a, themselves as a brand or create, you know, create content. It's such an interesting such an interesting field to be in. And I think a lot of people, when they're trying to do that, they look at other people and they try to copy what they're doing because they're saying this formula will get me that thing. But that person, are, that already exists. Someone's already doing that. So I think that like that line of thinking to be to just try to copy like other gimmicks or things that just kind of like hacks to, to get yourself likes or views or that kind of thing is not really going to work that well in the long run is you being who you are doing your own thing, doing what makes you unique and you different instead of trying to like copy the formula for someone else. Yeah. Like I've tried to become Charlie D'Amelio, but Charlie D'Amelio already exists. So (laughs) (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) So, you know, I'm trying to start my own lane as being a oat milk influencer. So, you know, (laughs) your milk influencer. I yeah, like milk, it. Milk. yeah, I'm trying to like, you know, start yeah. my own avenue. There's nobody There's a white space. Love milk. There's exactly. a white space for that. Send me some of your product. I would right? love, I'd love exactly. to try it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There's nobody in this lane. Like, yeah. I don't have to just dance or do anything. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to just try it. Yeah, try, I'll try a bunch. I'll like send you guys affiliate codes. Like, boom. Amazing. You're <laughs> bigger it. than Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> Watch out, yeah. Charlie. Yeah. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys so much for joining Sammy we miss you we wish you were here you, yes. um, thank you guys so much this was so fun I could be here all day <laughs> us too thanks thank you so much us. for having us yeah we really loved it thanks and nice to chat yes wow how great was this episode if you were like me you probably took a lot of notes and have a lot of questions and comments so if you do feel free to add us at Adweek across Twitter Instagram all the social medias and we'd love to hear from you all and feel free to give us a rating on apple podcast that always helps us and we can't wait to hear from you all and see you in the next episode so bye everybody thank you for listening to young influentials part of the adweek podcast network and acast creator network this podcast was produced by al manorino executive produced by chris aaron and edited by lane mcgibney at bountwell studios You can listen and subscribe to all Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Hey there, are you ready to elevate your personal brand or company? Meet Viral Growth, your one-stop shop for video content and audience building. Imagine growing your brand organically on social media without the hassle of editing videos for hours. With Viral Growth, it's a breeze. They handle the brainstorming, scripting, and editing while you simply just hit record. And don't worry about your niche. They cater to everyone, from business and marketing to health and wellness. Are you ready to make waves in the social media realm? 
Visit viralgrowth.io and use code ADWEEK, that's A-D-W-E-E-K, all lowercase, and get 10% off your plan. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 